It's the Pinky the Pig Show. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, this is me. It's Pinky the Pig, and it's time for our show. And thank you for listening from around the universe and planet Earth to the Pinky the Pig show where you listen, laugh, and learn with an oink and a moo. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How is Pinky today? I'm fantastic today. How are you, Mildred? I'm fantastic today. So what's going on? Well, uh, last night we were talking about the Everglades. Oh, sure, in Florida. Yeah, that's where Lady Lynette, she used to skydive there in an airport. She used to jump out of perfectly good airplanes. Yeah, that's skydiving for you. Yeah, just a thrill. She was in her 20s, you know. Right. But she used to do it at this airport near Lake Okeechobee. Right, Lake Okeechobee. That's a freshwater lake in the southeastern part of Florida. It's actually huge. It's the third largest freshwater lake in the United States. Yeah, we did have that episode on the Great Lakes. That's right. Lake Michigan is larger, and there's a lake in Alaska that is larger, and then comes Lake Okeechobee. Ah, who, who would have thought that? I know. Yeah, it's a big lake. It's not all that deep, though. No, it's only perhaps 10 feet deep, but it does get the name Big Water from the Hichiti Indian tribe. They named it Lake Okeechobee, Big Water. Yeah, and that's at the top of the Everglades. Correct. And the Everglades, that is just a huge, huge, big, wet, Subtropical marshland ecosystem swamp. <laughs> right, but it's home for many, many animals. Yes, alligators and crocodiles. It's the only place in the world that they coexist in the same area in the Everglades. That's right, and we did a podcast on crocodiles and alligators. Yes, we did. What episode was that, Mildred? That was episode 268. And we invite our listeners to go back to previous episodes. Just scroll through the titles and click on the ones that suit your fancy. And Alligators and Crocodiles, episode 268. Yes, and the the big difference is the alligators, they like the fresh water where the crocodile can live comfortably in both fresh water and salt water. Yeah, I know, I know. That's called brackish water where the salt water and the fresh water meet. But Lake Okeechobee is fresh water. Yes, indeed. The main supply to Lake Okeechobee, it comes from northern Florida. It flows south into Lake Okeechobee. It's called the Kissimmee River. Kissimmee? <laughs> Kissimmee River. Yeah. And many rivers feed Lake Okeechobee and the Everglades. What are the names of the other rivers, Mildred? Well, there's the Kalusahatchee. Kalusahatchee? I like that. Right. 
and the other rivers include the Miami River, the Mayaka River, and the Peace River. The Peace River. I like that one. Because the Everglades is, it's a river of grass. It's a slow-moving river of grass. Yeah, and the grasses are very sharp. They're very sharp. Right, you're, you're referring to the sawgrass. Yikes. But then there's the soft ones, too, that grow in a swamp, the cattails. Lots of grasses grow in the water. That's why it's called the river of grass. That's correct, Pinky. It's a slow-moving river, 60 miles wide and 100 miles long. Yeah, it's a big swamp, but it's moving. It moves south. And at the southern part, that's where the Everglades National Park is. Yeah, and they built all these boardwalks there so you can get around. You don't have to go in a canoe or... or they have those airboats, too. You can get in a big fan on the back of the, the air. You go over the top of the grasses and the waters. Right, but we have to be very respectful of the wildlife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I have so many birds in the Everglades. That's right, Pinky. They actually have 360 different species of birds there. And the the birds that I think you're thinking of most are the wading birds. Yeah, they have the long legs and they walk inside the water and get their fish. Right, or some of them fly down and dive down. Yeah, that those are cool. They have lots of storks and great herons and egrets and spoonbill birds and stuff. Many, many other animals also. Yeah, and there are so many animals that they even have, they have the panthers there, the Florida panthers. That That's a, a t- type of mountain lion, but it lives in the swamps of the Everglades. That's right, Pinky, and it's very endangered. We're doing all we can to preserve them. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of animals and a lot of tropical fruit that grows there, exotic produce. Of course, you know, they also grow, you know, the, the familiar tomatoes, cucumbers, bananas, and mangoes. Yeah, yeah. And they have these beautiful trees. They're called cypress trees. And there's there's a group of cypress trees in the Everglades, and it's the largest group of that species on the entire planet. There's a tree there that is 135 feet tall, and the circumference around the trunk of the cypress is 40 feet. It's a big tree. Yeah, there's big trees in the Everglades. And the mangroves, you know, there are all kinds of vegetation. Right, Pinky, and the mangroves, they're the shrubs and bushes that grow in the swamps, that the roots are above the water, and they're very tangled, And but they they survive there in, in the wet, marshy condition. Oh, yeah. Very swampy, though. Yeah, lots of insects and fish and frogs, 
toads, yeti amphibians, and lizards, snakes, oh yeah, mosquitoes, oh yeah, and spiders, right. Yeah, Mildred, it really is a spectacular place, and I was fun talking about it. Do you have a pretty poem, please? We do. Okay. And this beautiful piece was written by Dan Fetched, F-E-C-H-T, amidst the Everglades. A vast wilderness of swamp and sunset, a million and a half acres, regularly wet. To walk into the Everglades is to discover what you haven't quite yet. Sawgrass marshes, river undercover creatures are stirring to a distant summer thunder. Curiosity at its finest, a natural world wonder. The boardwalk is a pathway to a land so untamed. Keep your eyes peeled for gators, a man says, like it's a game. And I can't help but scan the water for the local reptilian fame. Birds overhead dive in for fish, but out they come with nothing. A ready aim and miss, and they'll try again until they meet their hunger's wish. And as the sun falls beneath the distant skyline, we take a last glance at the lily pads colored deep lime to bid it good night until the morning first chime. That was a beautiful poem. It was. Okay, thank you, Mildred. It's always fun learning about new things. Absolutely, Pinky. Okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Okay. I love you. I love you. <laughs>